Hello, and welcome to Determination, Deliberation, and Dragons. I'm Peter, I use they-them pronouns, and I'm here to announce a brand new season of the show. In season one, Izzy and I workshopped my book about Pana and Waveskimmer exploring the post-apocalyptic landscape. We also shared some thoughts about Avatar and the nation-state, and why Amity Blight and Luce Naseda from Disney's The Owl House are such incredible characters. We also talked about a number of other topics as well. Additionally, we had the pleasure of interviewing author and director Michael Barakiva and learning more about his queer YA novel, Hold My Hand. In season two, we're changing things up a little. Instead of workshopping one story like we did for the Pana cycle, we are going to workshop a number of short pieces written by Izzy, myself, and a few of our friends. The idea is to run our own version of a creative writing class and to share that journey with all of you. Each episode, we will workshop a piece written by one of our incredible participants, and everyone else will have the opportunity to share their thoughts with the writer. The best way to grow as a writer is to share your work with other people, and we are going to do our best to provide each writer with constructive criticism to help them understand what they're succeeding at and what they can do even better. While we're primarily interested in fantasy on this podcast, we're going to leave the genre open for each writer to explore whatever they want. Our one and only requirement is that each story contains a dragon. What that means will be up to each writer to interpret for themselves. Just like in season one, there will be a few additional episodes where we talk about other stories and interview guests. You'll hear our good friend Ali discuss Orientalism and Star Wars, a conversation I had with Maddie Glenn, an author and owner of a self-publishing company, a discussion Izzy and I had about Catherine M. Valenti's book, The Past is Red, and our interview with Owen King, author and one of my creative writing professors. Just in case you need a refresher, Izzy and I are going to reintroduce ourselves. So Izzy, who are you? Hi, I don't know who I am entirely. I guess that's sort of the 20-something conundrum. But my pronouns are she, her, her. You can call me Izzy or Isabella. I always say, I guess I prefer Izzy because people get confused when I don't say a preference between the two. Okay, so we have only a few questions that we're going to ask you. We asked this in the first episode as well, but I don't know if the answer has changed. But what is your favorite story? And it can be a book, show, or whatever you want. The answer has not changed because, as I said in the previous time you asked me this, it is a stock answer for this very reason, so I don't have to think of a new one. Um, but it is the fantastic book by Catherine M. Valenti, The Girl Who Circumnavigated a sh Fairyland in a Ship of Her Own Making. And it's a just great, um, I think, technically middle grade fantasy story about a girl named September who goes to fairyland and does indeed build a ship. But really fun time and part of a series, the Fairyland series. So please check it out if you're at all interested. Wonderful. The next question we have for you is, what are you looking forward to this season? I'm switching the order. I was not prepared, uh, but I can come <laughs> up with something. I'm definitely looking forward to, you know, learning so much more about writing and looking at different kinds of writing, because I'm sure everyone will write in a different way. And having experience, you know, 
grappling with not just what I know are my own writing foibles, but grappling with other people and working with them to get better, I think will be really great. Awesome. And lastly, how would you train your dragon? I think I would kind of model this on my own thoughts on how I think parenting should be. Not that I am a parent or have even trained a dog, but I think it would be sort of a mixture of positive reinforcement, of course, and some negative reinforcement and, you know, consequences and trying to be a balance of stern and allowing autonomy. It's a dragon, so you can't just lock it in a cage. That would never fly. And I'm assuming it would be highly intelligent, too. So you can't just treat it like an actual dog. And you have to treat it more as like, I guess, depending on the level of intelligence of this dragon, maybe like a toddler or maybe like an adolescent teenager (laughs) that you're trying to make listen to you. So firm, but understanding, I hope. That's not very clear i mean that's like a whole methodology or like theory i don't know seems interesting i'll take it but now to turn it back around on you peter let's have you reintroduce yourself to our wonderful listeners so i am peter use they them pronouns and um i i know everything about me i know who i am completely because that's how 20 something year olds definitely work. Um, okay. Awesome. I'm glad you have everything figured out. I'm only slightly jealous. But what is your favorite story? And it can, of course, be a book, a show, or whatever you please. Yeah, I don't remember what I said for the intro episode. My memory is awful. There's kind of two things that come to mind right now. Um, I just finished reading Trevor Noah's book, Born a Crime, and he's just such an interesting and intelligent person. So I really loved reading his book. And I also just watched this show on Netflix called Atypical. And it was so fun. It's not fantasy, but like I kind of surprisingly just like realistic fiction dramas sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's about this kid, Sam, who's navigating um, gaining independence as someone with autism. And there's a whole bunch of drama like with his family. His sister has a really cool story. Um, and I just really, I really love seeing the characters interact there. So it was a great show. Those are my two answers for now. It's going to change in like a week. A-okay. I don't remember your previous answer either. So we'll go with that. And finally, how would you... No, no. Finally, penultimately, actually. What are you looking forward to in this secondary season? I'm looking forward to reading other people's stories and not just talking about my own work. So... I have no idea what I'm doing with my own writing half the time. And I feel like most of our conversations are you presenting some interesting thing that happened in the writing and me going like, oh, I didn't see that. Um, So I'm excited to look at other people's writing. I like critiquing other people. 
in positive ways. I grade on an A++ system, so it's going to be good. Yeah, it'll be great. Really fun. And now, ultimately, finally, how would you train your dragon? This is something I really have not thought a lot about. Peter. And I know I'm just too in awe of the dragons and I don't think about training them. I don't think, I mean, first of all, I don't think I would be a good dragon trainer. Something that's really important with dragons is if you ride a dragon, you're going to go up in the sky, right? I don't like heights and I don't like the sensation of falling. I don't even like watching videos of things falling. So there may be some issues there. I would, yeah, I would want a nice dragon that stays on the ground and like, you know, maybe we can get some gyros together and we would just like hang out and hopefully I wouldn't annoy the dragon too much. Maybe. (laughs) And now that we're all reacquainted, let's hear from the wonderful writers who will be joining us this season. Okay, so my name is Sam or Sammy. You can call me either. Uh, My pronouns are he, him, his. My favorite story, I have a lot of stories I really like, but there's a current story I'm reading that's a manga. It's called Oshi no Ko, and it's like this weird uh, cross between like uh, kind of an expose. I don't know if I said that word correctly, but like an expose of like all these uh, media areas like acting, going on YouTube, uh, TV shows, all that kind of stuff. And also... A cross between that and the Count of Monte Cristo, because it's also a revenge story at the same time. I'm excited to see where that goes. And how I would train my dragon is I think positive reinforcement is the best way to go. I would give it lots of love, care, attention, and uh, food. I'm Caitlin. I use she, her pronouns. Right now, I'm reading this series by Will White called the Cradle series, the first book is unsold, and the last book isn't out yet. So I can't speak for how it's going to end, if that's still going to be my favorite after that. But so far, it's been an absolute ride of a series. Um, great world, world building, character development. Um, so I guess I'll say that one, although it's hard to pick a favorite story. And if I had to train a dragon, I think I would go on a lot of adventures and just try to do a lot of stuff and kind of work out you know, the patterns of like behavior. I have a puppy right now and she got really good at walking on a leash because we just walk with her every day. She She's a little chaos nugget, but I imagine the dragon would be kind of similar chaos. Uh, Andy, he, him. Uh, I don't think that I would train a dragon. I think that I would connect intellectually with the dragon uh, and form uh, a, a partnership of equals uh, wherein we both uh, share uh, share power and have a mutual respect for each other. Um, uh, I think asking what my favorite story is is almost a meaningless question because uh, it changes so often. And I love all stories so much. Um, if I had to give um, uh, like a like like a, a, a three that I'm thinking of just at this moment, it would be um, uh, BoJack Horseman um, because it emotionally destroyed me, um, and it's. Uh, amazing for a cartoon about a horse um uh i think uh, i'm also big on uh the new god of war duology not the old one whatever that whatever the heck that was um made me cry at several points uh it's probably probably doesn't deserve being the best but man like i love that so much um and then like the uh joe abercrombie like the um 
first law trilogy and all of the the, the follow-up stories uh i i can't not mention it because i love it so much and i'll throw one out there for the broken earth nk demons and again i can't make i can't make a decision this is this is, this is meaningless i could go on all day i'm just gonna say i love a lot of stories hello my name is julie i use she her pronouns yeah like andy the, the favorite story is, is hard i really loved a little princess as a kid the narnia series always makes me cry and I've recently read Circe by Madeline Miller and Legendborn by Tracy Dion. And both of those like have been really wow kind of books. And How I Would Train My Dragon. I think I would draw from inspiration from the How to Train Your Dragon Race to the Edge TV show, where they seek to train the death song by singing to it. So for better or worse, I would sing to my dragon. Because I usually just sing in general, so I would sing to it, and hopefully it would it would sing back and not, you know, eat me. But I'd have fun. So that is how I would train slash annoy slash amuse my dragon. Hi, I'm Mel Jane, she, her. I'm a writer and artist from England, and I'm the author of the webcomic Summer of Soul, S-E- O-U-L. My favourite story in the world is The Starless Sea by Erin Morgenstern. It is an adult fantasy kind of contemporary novel which is beautifully written and crafted and I absolutely adore it more than most things. I highly recommend the audiobook and I recommend it to anybody who is in love with the concept of stories. I would train a dragon by using chocolate coins and reading him a story. Hi, my name is Julianne. Uh, I use she, her pronouns. And for my favorite story, I guess at this moment in time, I would say Septimus Heap by Andy Sage, and in particular, the book Quest. I don't think that's my favorite story exactly, but it's definitely up there. And it has a dragon, so it's relevant. Um, now, how I would train a dragon... I think I would first try to befriend the dragon. You know, there's no use in training a dragon that doesn't like you. That would be sad. So I would probably figure out what it likes to eat and feed it that food until, you know, it starts to trust me. And once I get it to trust me, I would, you know, I would work my way up to, you know, petting the dragon. And and then I'll finally, uh, I'll teach it some words, like human words, like sit or, you know, fetch, like commands, you know, food bribery. Um, that is if it doesn't know how to talk already. I don't know. I don't know what kind of dragon this is. And then, oh, and if the dragon, you know, has wings, I'd probably keep this up until I eventually get it to let me ride on its back, because that would be fun. I would really like to fly one day. Remember to share the podcast with your friends and family. You can find bonus episodes on Patreon, including our episode where Izzy and I went to the Word Museum in Washington, D.C., and we talked about our experiences there, as well as just like a few reviews of different books and movies. You can also find us on Twitter at Dragons, and even on TikTok. Links will be in the description down below. Thank you so much for listening. We hope that you enjoy Season 2.
I've heard that Komodo dragons are like the Labrador retrievers of lizards. So they're very good to have as pets. And they're good with kids. Komodo dragons? Yep. I heard this on the radio um, from a reputable radio source, so it must be true. It was a bit about animals. 